parents expect schools to shut down. I don't know, uh, uh, Margaret, I'm not sure. When, when you talk about shutting down schools, there's always the collateral That's also effects. radioactive. <laughs> exactly. There's always the collateral issue. So you have to balance, and you do it in real time, depending upon the viral load of disease in your region, whether, you know, the upper northeast may be quite different from the southwest, from the, from the, from the Pacific coast, from the upper northwest. So you have to have the local authorities evaluate on a situation-by-situation -situation basis the, the potential collateral deleterious effects with the effects of what might happen if you have so many kids getting infected. I'm in the center of a protest in Beijing right now. They're chanting that they don't want COVID tests. They want freedom. They've been chanting this for hours. People have gathered here in the center of Beijing to protest the COVID measures. We are in Taoyang district. This is the city center. This is also where the authorities have urged people to stay at home because the COVID outbreak is severe here. Now, the area is also important because this is where the American embassy is over there. There are many foreign embassies over here. There is a heavy police presence. I am surrounded by police. They're telling me to shift in a little bit. And if we just turn the camera around, you'll see there is a row of police. There is mostly young people who have gathered here. And many people are also holding white papers in their hands, which is a sign of solidarity against censorship. All right, welcome back. As you heard... The fraud chi in the beginning, I spoke a little bit about that yesterday. Um, you know, they were calling for mask mandates. Potentially the health department was calling for mask mandates um, to be reimposed. And now Dr. Fauci is talking about closing down schools again. The reason I played his audio clip before I played the reporter from CNN out of China is because he is doubling down on the same bad decisions that were made in the beginning of covid we, are, we have seen the effects of what happened to children's education during the time that they locked them down and out of school. We saw uh, the worst decline in education numbers in history. I mean, kids literally are now dumber because they locked them out of school uh, uh, for a virus that on most 99% of accounts doesn't even really impact kids hardly at all. We've also seen the effects of the masking, that children's developmental stages, especially infants going in, kids learning how to speak, have been slowed down and have been hurt and damaged by people walking around wearing masks because what do children pick up on? They pick up on facial expressions. They pick up on body language. They watch your mouth move, which is how they learn how to speak. We see the long-term effects now that it's going to have. For these children, this is going to be years of them playing catch-up to get back on track if they even can. You see, the United States, if Joe Biden has his way, is now that the election's over, they're going to dive right back into COVID and they're going to start to reclaim some of that power that they let go of. They let a little bit go just to play the nice guy to get through the elections and now you're hearing all these little whispers coming out and little statements that people are making you're seeing the trending on social media hashtag bring masks back they're, they're testing the waters right now to see how much you are willing to tolerate and whether or not they can get away with grabbing that power back dangerous times we live in now china because i'm going to bring all this together okay china has got the zero covid policy you know, as a refresher 
Zero COVID, find, test, trace, isolate, and support. It's a public health uh, policy that's been implemented by some countries around the world during COVID. Uh, in contrast to living with COVID, it's, it's a strategy that they have. The zero COVID strategy is one of control and maximum suppression. It involves using public health measures such as contact tracing, mass testing, border quarantine, lockdowns, and mitigation software in order to stop community transmission of COVID-19 as soon as, the, as, as it is detected. Excuse me, I can't speak. Uh, The goal of the zero COVID is uh, to strategize and to get areas back to a zero infection rate and resume normal economic and social activities. It's impossible. This is a virus, people. It's not possible to do that. However, China continues to try to implement this. And while they're doing so, you know, people are dying in the process. They just showed a building that was set on fire, and because people were locked inside due to this zero COVID nonsense, they perished in the building. They burned alive or died from smoke inhalation, one or the other, because they weren't allowed out. That's considered less of a problem, I guess, than COVID is. I guess it's okay to let people burn, but it's not okay to let people take a gamble and get sick and most times, nine times out of 10, most people are coming out of this with no problems. It's probably even better odds than that. But let's say 9.9 times out of 10, you're coming out of this and you're in a better spot because now that your immune system, it's been in there one time, your immune system recognizes this virus. It understands how to fight the virus. So next time around, your body's response will be swifter and better. I mean, this is how viruses work. You'll still get sick, sure, but on, but on in most occasions, your body knows how to fight this now better than it did when it was foreign and it was a brand new virus that it's never seen before. Okay? So rather than giving the people the opportunity to get sick and it'll just go through the population as it needs to, people's bodies adjust and learn how to fight the virus, China's still on their lockdown. It's not a surprise. China is a communist-run nation. China is all about power. This is what they do. What I think is refreshing, although I actually worry for the people over there, it's refreshing to see them protesting in the way that they are. I mean, you're talking tens to hundreds of thousands of people out there protesting because they are sick of it. Their lives, they're under complete control right now. Their lives are whatever the government dictates. That's, that's all that their life is. Whether you can go to a store, whether you can open your store, whether you can run your business, whether you can come out of your house and grocery shop, whether you can talk to somebody, whatever it is, you got to test when they say, you got to do what they say. That is the way they are living right now. So understandably, they're upset with their living conditions and they're protesting. Now, protesting in, th- in China is not the same as protesting here in the United States. Protesting in China uh, comes with a much stiffer penalty. Over there, the way their government runs, if you say or do anything against the regime, normally you disappear in China. Okay, Normally, that's about the last anybody hears from you or you flee the country and you're always looking behind your back because they may come get you because they have a long reach around the world right now. So it's, it's worlds apart from the way we protest here. Here... 
You can say anything you want about the government. Hell, if you're a Democrat, you can burn cities to the ground. You could rob, loot, steal, kill. You, you could shoot a police officer. You do whatever you want here if you're a Democrat. And there's really no penalty. Matter of fact, you might even have Kamala Harris put together a foundation uh, or, or get a GoFundMe page together to bail you out so you can go back and continue your mischief. Okay, and we're, we're two different worlds here uh, from China there. China, you know, they actually have penalties. Here we don't because under that communist rule, they can't have anybody defect and you will not and they will make an example of you if you do to keep people in line with fear as communists and dictators always do. So I'm happy that they're protesting, but I do fear for a lot of these people's safety because you have no idea what is going to happen to them in the upcoming days and months. You know, they're going to snatch people slowly, the biggest agitators of it, are they going to pick them up slowly and they're going to disappear? Or are they going to go in there and they're going to really lay down the law as uh, dictators tend to do and they're going to make a big example and a lot of people are going to get hurt? You know, I, I hope not, but I never thought I'd live to see the day that they stood up to the regime and tried to regain some of their basic human rights, which is being free. You know, we're all supposed to be born free. We're all supposed to die free. That's the name of the game. God doesn't put you here to be somebody's slave. You know, you're, you're put here to be free. You run your life. The only person that you serve is him. Anything beyond that, you do what you need to do in life. Okay? You're not supposed to be somebody else's slave. Now, with all that being said, what you should find concerning is the uh, silence from Joe Biden and the left on this entire situation. That's what you should find uh, more interesting. Why aren't they saying, hey, these are human rights violations. You guys got to ease off. You got to let these people live. There are people starving, people burning up in buildings. You know, this can't continue. You guys need to do something. Uh, this is wrong what you're doing. We're going to make a firm statement saying that, uh, Ping, you're wrong. China, the way you're running it is wrong. These people deserve freedom. You have to let them move around. The reason you're not hearing that is because this administration dreams of, it's a wet dream, that they had the same control that they have in China and they'd be locking us up the same way. It's a dream of theirs. They idolize what they're doing over there so they're not saying anything about it. That's what it comes down to. A lot of times people get lost in creating these uh, uh, big words, big fantasies, uh, long explanations. It's really much simpler than that. You know, I don't need to go into a huge long explanation. The left has shown how much they love power. Why do you think they're trying to reclaim some of it right now? COVID in everybody's mind. Do you see anybody in your areas with masks anymore? I mean, I'm sure if you're in a real blue situation, you know, sorry for you, you probably do. But for the most part, anybody who's living in a purple to red society, do you see any masks anywhere? Because down here in South Florida, we're blended. You look at our map, generally South Florida goes blue. The rest of the state, minus a couple of little small spots, go red. So being in South Florida, I can tell you that even in our bluest areas, you hardly see anybody with masks on. Everybody's done with COVID. We, you've already had two years of complete control, two years of forcing people to mask when you knew it didn't work. Fauci, it was even revealed in some of the emails that came out, him admitting that masks and a lot of these policies they put in place do not work. Okay? They don't work. But they're still trying 
to reimpose it. So it's not about that it's actually beneficial to society. No, no, no. It's just about control, which is why they don't say anything about China. See, China, they're doing exactly as as America wishes it could do right now. Joe Biden and his administration wish they had that control. It's real cut and dry, real simple. They idolize China. They idolize their control. So they're going to be quiet about the situation. That's, that's where you're at. Not to mention, we all know that they're in bed with China as well. And there's a lot of people in Washington making a lot of money that comes out of China. You know, Joe Biden's family in particular. No, I didn't, I didn't get to this one yesterday. Um, even though this was all breaking throughout the weekend because they were protesting all weekend because there's just so much other stuff. And I know that that has, it does, it is something that we all need to talk about and think about what's happening over there. And you have to connect the dots with what's going on over here. However, I thought it was even more interesting or not interesting, damaging to the United States that Joe Biden is literally going out of his way to allow another communist nation to start profiting off of oil. We are going to get lower gas prices, which people are going to consider a win. And this is all so they can retain power. And so I thought it was more important to go with that one yesterday. But China is important, and which is why I wanted to bring that one up today. All right. Our border, equally as important. From Just the News, Democrats and immigration activists have long claimed that amnesty for illegal immigrants who come to the U.S. as children wouldn't include young people with criminal history. But many of the juvenile beneficiaries of the DACA program were affiliated at one point with gangs and had arrest records when granted the program's benefits, according to a new report. Uh, George Fishman of the Center for Immigration Studies this week released a report highlighting how many criminal immigrant youths qualify for DACA but face few consequences. Despite the successful framing of DACA as young people with no criminal records, it turns out that many were affiliated with gangs and many had arrest records when granted the DACA benefits, and many others saw their DACA status terminated because of criminal activity. The publication comes as Democrats in Congress are preparing a legislative push before they lose control of the House early next year to provide a pathway for citizenship for DACA recipients. The Obama administration established a program back in 2012 to grant protections from deportation for so-called dreamers. Illegal immigrants brought to the U.S. as children... Uh, Proponents of DACA and the DREAM Act, a a longtime legislative proposal to grant amnesty to DREAMers, have consistently said the program won't help people with criminal records. However, the DACA uh, program, in actuality, is much more lenient. Uh, A report that came out noted that certain misdemeanors aren't deemed significant enough to bar someone from DACA eligibility. Plus, the form's instructions states that the U.S. Citizen and Immigration Services and any agency under the the Department of Homeland Security may consider granting DACA protections even if someone was arrested or detained and charges were filed. So as you can see, I know that you, just like me, everybody else, you get called a racist because you don't want to just grant amnesty to people. You know, the DACA program was being abused by people. Most of the uh, children that were in the DACA program are now full-grown adults, and they want to give them amnesty and citizenship. And I've always said, if you've been here that long, what has prevented you up to this point 
from getting your citizenship. I mean, the DACA program was started 10 years ago, over 10 years ago. You've had all that time, and in all that time, you have never once gone out of your way to get citizenship. The left just wants to grant it to you. They just want to give it to you. Do I think that a young child with the only life that they know is really here in the United States, that if you've been here since you're five or six years old and you're 20-something years old now, do I think that you should be booted out of this country? No, I don't. But I certainly think that you should have been a little bit proactive there and went and got your citizenship, and you should have been checked out. If you've been here that long, chances are you don't have any criminal issues. Now, some of these dreamers that come over that are affiliated with gang or were affiliated with gangs, maybe even still are here in the United States, not only should you not receive citizenship, and you should not be part of the program, but they should be sending you back. Because why are we inviting criminals into the United States? And these aren't us guessing who's coming across the border. These are people who have actually had charges filed on them that we know exactly what they have done. Why are we granting them citizenship? Why do we want criminals here in the United States? Go back home, behave yourself, prove that you can be an upstanding citizen in your own home country, and then come back over here, do it the right way, apply, and then you can come back in the United States. You shouldn't be penalized your entire entire life for maybe some foolish things you did in your youth. But show that you can be productive, you can contribute to society, and that you can follow the rule of law and behave yourself in your own country. And then once you do that, yes, then come on over and you're welcome to be here. Now you can work here and you know be the same way you were in your home country. You could be that way here. You could be productive. You could be an upstanding citizen here. And you are welcome to come here. But you see, the Democrats, they don't care about that. It's all about votes with them. So doesn't matter that they're making our country less safe by their open border policies, which is a disaster, but now trying to rush this through because they know they're losing the House and once it's split, chances are you're not getting anything like that passed after this point, which is good. You know, we got, they, they don't have much time left and they're going to need to get all the support that they can to try to get this through. I don't know if they'll be able to pull that off or not, but you know, crazier things have happened. Uh, but they're trying to get these rushed through Knowing that what's right around the corner, 2024, I know it sounds like a long way away. My daughter the other day said to me, you know, Dad, well, at least we only got like a little over a year left with Joe Biden. I said, what do you mean a little over a year? A little over two years. She goes, no, 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 a little over a year. And I said, how do you figure a little over a year? Inauguration's in January. I'm like, if we were in January right now, January 2025, Sleepy Creepy gets kicked out. And I said, until then, we have them up until that point. So I said, we're only in November. So we got them for two years and a couple months still. Now, I know that in the end of his days there, he probably is not going to do much, but doesn't matter. You know, they, four years of damage is long enough, and any, any additional day is a day too much. But they're going to try to rush this through, and they're going to try to do all this because that election is right around the corner. And... All you're hearing from media outlets, I can't say it's true or not, because Joe Biden's flip-flop a bunch of times on it himself, is that he thinks he's going to run again for president at 80, over 82 years old, or 82 years old, it'll be what, yeah, 82, a little over. By the time that comes around, he's going to try to go back into White House at 82 years old with, I don't know, maybe a tenth of his brain working. We're going we're gonna to have a vegetable as president if that guy actually gets elected again. If 
if Democrats are that foolish that you would rather have that guy that's going to be on life support, because right now, would you, would, you, would you let it go past you that the Biden administration, that they would literally have him in a hospital bed, wheel him out, he's on life support with no brain function, not like he has much right now anyways, but he would have no brain function and they would still say, look at how sharp he is. My God, Joe's doing such a great job. Look at how fast that chair moves. Look at how, it's beautiful. The people love him so much, they just, they push him out in his bed and set him up. They got a nice little tie on him. You know, maybe somebody could be talking for him. Oh no, he gave us his speech ahead of time. He wrote it down. He's just a little tired. Would would you put it past them? (laughs) Stupid as it sounds, but they need the votes. If they're hoping to pull that and pull that mess off, because he's a, he's almost a vegetable now. I can't imagine what it's going to be like two years from now. So if you could grant amnesty, to all the DACA recipients, then they're expecting that them being grateful to the regime that they would vote again for Sleepy Creepy and they could retain power uh, in Washington. Uh, that's the way I see it. I, I, there's no other reason. I don't believe them when they say it's all about you know, human rights and you know, we pity them and they should have the opportunities we have because I say the same thing that they do. Except the way I say it and the way I mean it would actually help them and benefit them. The way they do it doesn't. See, you just let people float over the border. Now you're illegal. So they got to either make their way to a sanctuary state so that they won't get deported or they have to live in fear of getting deported all the time. They have to take low paying wage jobs from people that are paying them under the table and they have no leg to stand on if they're being mistreated by that employer. And this stuff happens all the time. See, my way, you come in here and you're going to get checked and vetted and you're going to get a, a green card for a short time until you get it to become a citizen. And you have every single right that we have. So if somebody's mistreating you or underpaying you, you can report them and you have a leg to stand on. You don't have to live in fear that a police officer is going to come get you or ICE is going to come get you. You can walk around free as it's intended. So if you actually cared about these people, you would just explain to them it's a process. You go through the process And if you come out and everything's okay, welcome, no fear, go find yourself a good paying job, try to work somewhere decent, and become or stay an upstanding citizen. Their way is fear, and they have a certain amount of control. Oh, we got to vote for Democrats because, you know, if if you vote for a Republican, ICE is coming to get us. But if you vote for a Democrat, it's going to be another sanctuary city. They're going to give us whatever we need to stay here. Make sense? So it, it, the game we're playing, it's infantile. It's stupid. It's very stupid. The The fact of the matter is people don't pay attention. And I'm learning that. You know, we always learn things in life. And I'm learning that more and more and more. That a lot of the reasons that the elections go the way that they go and everything is because people are either uninformed, don't care, or misinformed. That's where we're at right now. So all people like me, myself, are trying to do is inform people as much as possible. Am I for one side or the other? I am for the side that is for freedom and for the people. That's the side I'm for. It doesn't mean that it's going to be a Republican, an Independent, or a Democrat. It's whoever it is that is on the same side I'm on. I like Tulsi Gabbard. I know me and her disagree on a lot of issues, 
but I like her overall as a person. Why? Because she does care about this country. She does advocate for freedom and she sees the problems that are within her own party. So I like her as a person. Again, we disagree. She doesn't scare me. Ilhan Omar, uh, AOC, people like that scare me because if somebody that stupid ever got into power, we would be in more trouble than we're in right now with uh, you know veggie tales that's happening up there in, in Washington. So going back, if you ask me, DACA recipients should not be granted amnesty and just be allowed to be citizens. No, go through the process. Go through the process like so many millions of immigrants that have come over here have gone through. Go through the same process. You know, you're going to get a sense of pride. You're going to learn something about the United States. It's going to be a sweet victory for you in the end. And we are all going to welcome you with open arms. So go through the process. You're good to go. Do I think you should just get a freebie and a free pass? No, sorry. There's no cuts in lines. There's, hey, we, we, don't, we don't get down like that here. All right. I, I think I've said enough on that. And that's actually all I got today. <laughs> I just looked at my notepad here. And it's it's ended. (laughs) There's nothing beyond that. I actually had my phone covering it because I'm piddling it with with it. Can't even talk while I'm talking. And uh, I just lifted it up, and that's the last one. So that's a wrap. Uh, If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. It's always helpful, especially on Apple. Uh, If you'd like to contact me, go to my website, littlejoecc.com. Uh, you go to the contact section, send me a message. If you like to check out anything else I do, you can peruse through the website there. Uh, beyond that, I hope you have a beautiful Tuesday. We will do it again tomorrow.